Hey everybody, it's Lee from the Story Pirates. Today's episode is epic. We've got magical quests, French chefs, the hard realities of the news business, and a sandwich that comes to life. All that and more after this quick word for the grown-ups. Hey grown-ups, we are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm, spelled R-E-A-L-M, dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids' podcasts, including Story Pirates! pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grown-ups and probably older kids. Grown-ups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Yet another gorgeous 5.59 a.m. underwater sunrise. Let's see what's on my to-do list for today. First off, take a deep, calming breath. Check. Next on the agenda, 6 a.m. Story Pirates wake-up call in 3, 2, 1. Rise and shine, Story Pirates. Rise and shine. Wakey, wakey. Time to start the day. The agenda is full. Nimini, couldn't we maybe sleep in just this once? Sleep in? Sleeping in is for people who don't have things to do. We have plenty of things to do. Just look at the agenda. Uh, Christ, remember what an agenda is. 6 a.m., wake up. Check. 6.05, argue with everyone about waking up. Check. 6.15 to 6.45, breakfast. 6.45 to 7.30, a lot of time for getting ready. Though, I've given Megan an extra 10 minutes for this because she spends so much time looking at herself in the mirror. I prefer to call it rehearsing facial expressions for the day. Nimini, can I ask a question? Lee, 
as you can see on the agenda, <laughs> the allotted time for questions isn't until 4.30 this afternoon. Nimini, hang on. I think we need to talk about what's going on with you. What do you mean? I mean, you got us all on a super tight schedule, but none of us really want to have our day structured so intensely. We yeah, I, I never had I more than 20 minutes But having a rigorously planned agenda for the day keeps us all on track. I think it keeps you on track, but for the rest of us, it's just exhausting. Oh gosh, I'm so sorry, everybody. I didn't realize. I guess I'm just not used to life without a mission. I've been feeling aimless, and I think scheduling every minute of the day at least made my days feel purposeful. Well, maybe what you need is a new mission, a new purpose. Megan, what did that porpoise just say? It said, a new porpoise? Fine, see what I care. Good luck without me. Oh no. Nimini, I don't know how to tell you this, but you've made an enemy of that porpoise. I just like writing stories. That's a good line. Work hard, and that's what gives up on your story. You can, like, snuggle up with it and read until you fall asleep. And that inspires me that jokes are very funny. The Story Pirates. Welcome back to the Story Pirates podcast, everyone. Where we take stories written by kids. And turn them into sketch comedy. And songs. Today, we're going to find Nimini a new purpose. He says he heard you the first time. I can't keep offending that porpoise. Let's just do another story. Okay, listeners. This first story is an epic fantasy with all the trimmings. Wizards, warlocks, prophecies, and a mystical gold tiara. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name is Sydney. I'm 11 years old and I live in Delaware. This is my story, The Gold Tiara. Have you heard of a prophecy foretold? A warlock splits the tiara of gold. The split will plunge the world into night. Put the tiara back together and bring Be fulfilled by siblings beloved by their parents. <laughs> 
took Colette and Nathaniel's parents in the dead of night and then set out to scatter the pieces of the golden tiara across Felicity so that no one could find them. <laughs> All seemed but hopeless for the land of Felicity. But the two children, Colette and Nathaniel, had other ideas. Colette, are you thinking what I'm thinking? That we should train day and night so we can recover the pieces of the tiara, save our parents, and rescue the town! I was gonna say lunch, but that works too. Let's go! The first piece of the tiara was in the enchanted lake, guarded by a fearsome horde of super evil sea snakes. I know how to train snakes, so clap, don't worry. I'll train those snakes to bring the tiara piece to me. Nathaniel to fulfill their destiny. With the help of the friends they've made along. 
Hey, Sydney, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. So, Sydney, you wrote The Gold Tiara. Yeah, I did. And your story is a fantasy story. Is there something about that genre that gets you excited? For me, as a reader, being able to read a book that's set in a magical place just gives you like a sense of more wonder <laughs> in the book. I yeah. totally know what you mean. It's It feels like anything can happen. Mm-hmm. There's something about it that kind of feels cozy, too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. you When you like the book, you can't really put it down. So you can, like, snuggle up with it and just read until you fall asleep. Do you think magic ever was real in the world and it's just gone now? Or is it just purely a fictional thing? I think that magic was real at some point, And there is still some sort of magic. In the world, I think we just haven't found it yet. Do you have any guesses as to what kind of magic does still exist in the world? Uh, Probably has to do with something like Wi-Fi or something. (laughs) Like technology really does feel magical. Yeah, it does, because you can search up cat pictures and you'll get about a billion results. (laughs) So the other thing that one sees a lot in a fantasy story, and that is in your story, is this concept of destiny. Yeah. Can you describe what destiny is and why it's a good element for a story? Uh, Destiny is when it's basically like it's not random and it hasn't just uh, fallen into your lap. It's kind of like a burden or or maybe even sometimes a gift that you've just always had to carry. Do you ever feel like maybe you have a destiny? Well, I'm really, really passionate about the environment and Mm -hmm. when I was in kindergarten um no first grade one of my teachers showed us a video about uh the environment and I want to be a marine biologist so that I can help the animals in the ocean that are being affected by it and so that's probably one thing that's incredible that's exactly what I'm talking about yeah 
you say you're passionate about the environment and it sounds like you're passionate about helping animals in the ocean. Is there anything that you could share to let people know what's happening? So a lot of people aren't taking great care of the environment right now because they're there are cars, the gas that it's burning, it's like going up into the air and polluting that. And also um, the trash that people throw on the beach is getting into the water. And animals like sea turtles think of it as food. Like when they see plastic bags, plastic bags when they're floating look a lot like jellyfish. They eat it and they get really sick and die. And sometimes these problems can feel really big, right? Mm-hmm. Does it ever make you sad? It makes me sad a lot because there isn't another planet that we can fly to and we'll have all these amazing things. And so if people aren't taking care of it, then they're basically saying that they don't love the home that we live on. Yeah. And it's just really sad. It is sad. So when you're feeling sad like that at these very real problems, how do you not get stuck in that sadness? Sometimes whenever I hear about really bad things happening, it's kind of hard to get out of the sadness, but I really like my dog. <laughs> um, and I can just like pet him and give him some cuddles and he'll make me feel a little bit happier. I love that. What's something incredible and beautiful and wonderful about the earth that you can share with us that like I might not know or that a listener might not know? For those of anyone who hasn't been to the Grand Canyon, it gives you so much perspective about how big the world is. And I'm a really short kid, so <laughs> when I saw the um, Grand Canyon and I was, like, standing in it, I, and I was looking up and I was seeing all the birds flying above and I could see the Colorado River on the bottom, it was just, like, really shocking that the entire world must be huge. Sydney, I am so inspired mm -hmm. by talking to you today. Thank you for sharing all of that with me. Thank you. You're so welcome. Bye, Sydney. Bye. Well, Lee, Nimini, Ugh. good luck finding your new purpose. Seems like an easy, chill thing to do. I'm sure it'll take no time at all. Anyway, I'm going to go back to sleep because my purpose right now is to have more weird dreams about ferrets. See ya. Yeah, all yeah, right. I, Everyone I, I back to sleep for another hour or so. All right. Just you and me, Nimini, and I'm going to help you find your purpose. Okay, let's see, let's see. What could your new purpose be? Ooh, I have an idea. What if we used the simul room on the ship to rapidly try out a bunch of different professions to see if there's a good fit for me? I love that idea. You're great at having ideas. Thanks. My agenda says have a good idea at 6.15 a.m. Okay, your agenda is extremely detailed. To the simul room. Okay, here we are in the simul room. Let's get this show on the road. Okay. All right, just adjusting the settings here. Vacations, variations, vocations. Found it. Vocations is like the fancy word for jobs. So it'll show me different jobs I could do? Exactly. Ready? As ready as I'll ever be. Ooh, you're a professional head coach in the NFL. All right, team. Now their defense is not letting up, so we are going to have to double down on our aggressive offense drills. Thompson, that means you're on number 17 like glue. Carrera, I want to see those feet flying down the field. We can do this. Go, go, go. Ooh, now you're a chef at a fancy French restaurant. J'ai besoin de plus de croissants aux champignons sur ma table maintenant. Dépêchez-vous, s'il vous plaît, merci. Et où est la réduction de canneberge? Ah, ça aurait dû être plaqué hier, les gens. 
Now you're an architect. There's a way to have the structure balance here on this fulcrum if you build the base facing 85 degrees southwest. I think it's absolutely doable, and it will look just gorgeous. Third grade teacher. A plus. Surgeon. Clamp. Garden manager. Plant. CEO at a Fortune 500 company. Uh, what do they do all day? <laughs> Am I right? Exactly. I have no idea. Okay, Nimini, those were all the jobs, and you were really good at every single one of them. I'm a jack of all trades, I guess, but Lee, I can't picture any of those being my main purpose in life. Not even one? No. Nothing made me feel the same way I felt when I was completing missions for the agency to chart and observe outer space. Well, that's okay. I'm sure we'll figure something out. Maybe we just need a break. Let's walk for a little bit and see if anything comes to us. Ah! Oh, hey, Nimini. Hey, Lee. Peter, what are you doing standing here in the hallway? Oh, nothing. Just staring into the middle distance, thinking about the phrase, middle distance. Wait, Peter, what did you just say? The phrase middle distance? Like, are there other distances? Like high distance or low distance? <laughs> no, what did you say you were doing? Oh, oh, nothing. Gasp! Nothing! That's it! Nimini, you need to try doing nothing! Huh? huh? We've spent all this time trying to give you new purpose when maybe you actually just needed no purpose! <gasps> we'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is brought to you by Paramount Pictures' new big-screen family comedy adventure, If. Set within the magical world of imaginary friends, If's fantastically fun original story entertains audiences of all ages and delivers a comedy packed with lots of laughs and heart. If is in theaters May 17th. Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing If because of all the weird, wild, and funny characters. I saw the trailer, and there's this weird banana-looking character that you can only see in the trailer for like a second, but I'm obsessed. What's that guy's deal? I cannot wait to find out. Plus, if you know me, you know I like a stacked cast, and this one has got it all. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., and Steve Carell. Uh, A-list much? Not to mention that If also has my personal favorite actor of all time. That's right, Jon Stewart. I am excited to see this movie, not least of all, because I'd like to see and or hear Jon Stewart on the big screen. From visionary director John Krasinski, If is about a girl who discovers that she can see everyone's imaginary friends. It's the perfect movie to see with the whole family and takes audiences on a magical big screen adventure filled with heart and hilarious laughs that are meant to be shared. Best of all, If celebrates the power of a child's imagination, which, you know, sounds pretty good to me. See If in theaters May 17th. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter. Hey, Lee. What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here. Thank you. Delicious sushi. Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here. Thank you. 
What's that delivery? Groceries. Oh, uh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here! Thank you! Peter, why are you getting... It's here! Thank you! This seems like a lot it's of... It's here! Thank you! Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi? Wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Yeah, Nimini, maybe your purpose is to have no purpose. Megan! He said, Okay, first you wanted a new porpoise, and now you want no porpoise? You people are monsters. You whooshed in here really fast. Whooshing isn't in the special skills portion of my resume for nothing. Gotta go! Peter, do you think you could give me lessons on how to be purposeless? Oh, sure! When do you want to start? Do you want to start? Yes, now would be great. Let's just dive right in. Um, where's the syllabus? What's the lesson plan? Is there homework? Do I need to order any books? Okay, Nimini. Number one, there will be no syllabus. Number two, I don't know what a syllabus is. Oh, um, a syllabus is like a guide for the course. It usually lays out a whole plan. Oh, okay. Well, we don't need that. We don't? Nope. The only things you need in order to be purposeless is yourself and time. And luckily... We have both those things right here, Nimini. Right. Okay. Plant your feet, pick a spot in the distance to stare at, and drop everything else in your mind. Watch me. Ah. Wow. It's so effortless. He really is good at doing nothing. It's almost eerie. Middle distance. All right, I'm back. And where did I go in my mind? I honestly have no idea. And that's the point. Nimini, you try. All right. Plant my feet. Uh-huh. Pick a spot in the distance. Yes. Uh-huh. And drop everything in mind. Ooh. Uh, yeah, Nimini, your eyes are bulging out of your head. I'm trying to empty my mind. Relax into it more. Right now, it looks like you're working out an impossible math equation. I am. Well, just don't. Oh, but I'm so close to the answer. Carry the one. Do nothing. I I can't do it. I'm sorry, Peter, but I just can't turn my brain off like you can. (sighs) It is a gift. I know. But you know what? I don't want to turn off my brain. My brain is what helped me complete all those missions with a choose. Yeah. Mm, yes, bless you. My brain is what created those scuba suits that made sure we wouldn't get smushed by the water. So happy we aren't getting smushed. My brain is what made me so excellent at all those new jobs in the simul room. That's right. My brain loves being on the ship and solving problems with you all and going on adventures and finding new stories written by kids. Yeah, we love that you're so multi-talented. Yeah! Lee, Peter, I figured it out. My purpose can be many purposes. It said, many purposes? Great. First you want me to leave, and now I gotta go get all my friends. Nimini, purpose aside, 
I think you might be right about your purpose. <laughs> it's so clear to me now. A purpose doesn't have to be your job or something you do. It can be a thing that changes constantly. We're not defined by how productive we are. Today, my purpose might be finding a purpose, but tomorrow, my purpose might be making someone laugh or, or just sitting and relaxing or challenging a porpoise to a race. He said, I know, he said, how dare you or something. No, he said, I would love to race you. That sounds fun. Thank you for considering me. Oh, great. Gotta go. Anyway, I guess I'll just keep doing what I'm doing and enjoy each new purpose I find along the way. But I won't make you all stick to my agenda. That's for me, not for you. That's beautiful, Nimini. And my purpose right now is to do another story. All right! All right, listeners, this next story is about a blog. What's a blog? Well, it's a site on the internet that has news or gossip or information of some kind. Sometimes it's kind of like a diary, but in this next story, it's a place for the hottest breaking news. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name's Mackenzie. I'm 10 years old and I live in New Jersey. This is my story, the blog story. Hello, I'm calling from the New York blog. Do you have any stories? Hey there, Tommy from the New York blog. I, okay, have a nice day. Hey mom, I actually don't have plans for Thanksgiving yet, but please stop calling me at work. Annie? Gotta go, Mom. Yes, Tommy? Do you have any more gossip to put in the newspaper? No, I have nothing. New York is so boring right now, nothing is happening. Annie, we have to put something up. I know, Tommy, I have literally nothing, but I did tell the news crew to send me something if anything is happening, so we can put it on our blog. Oh, the news crew. You might as well have sent for news via horseback from upstate. The news crew won't get back to us for about two days. Okay, well, I will tell the crew to try to tell us sooner. Okay, good, because the fans are getting very unhappy. The fans? Look, Tommy, I don't know what kind of flop mom and pop blog shop jump-started your so-called career, but I didn't get into blogging for the fans. I got into blogging to tell stories. Stories that inspire. Stories that surprise. Stories that shock. Well, I got to blogging to build a community around those stories, to connect with fans. How can stories inspire anyone if there isn't anyone paying attention? Well, I'm paying attention. The, the business, business partner. partner. Bonjour. As the business partner, I can only show my face when you need business help and you're in trouble. No one reads the blogs anymore. The days of big blog might be bye-bye. Unless we get a great story posted by... Tomorrow! Tomorrow? I know you two come from two different schools of blog thought, but I don't care. We need a blog post pronto. The business partner out. Adieu! What are we going to do? I don't know about you, but I'll do what I always do. Find a story. Hi, this is Annie from the New York blog. Do you know any stories? Okay, thanks for your time. Hi, this is Annie from the New York blog. Do you know any... Okay, rude. Well, it looks like she doesn't need any help from me. Might as well get lunch. Here I am at my favorite lunch spot, and the line is taking forever. What's going on up there? Sandwiches? Get your fresh sandwiches here at the Sandwich Place, New York City's most popular lunch spot. I like to make sure the right customer gets the right sandwich for their personality. If you's nice, I'll add a bag of chips. If you's rude, well, 
Then I got a sandwich you's never forget. Let's see, who's first? Hmm, oh, a mozzarella sandwich for you. Thank you, chef. No problem. Uh, hmm, a meatball subs for yous. Thank you, chef. And for yous. Hmm, what sandwich will I give to yous? I'm gonna take my time to think about it. I don't care, make it quick. I have to get back to the office. Oh, a rude customer, eh? Well, let me reach into my secret oven and give you the living sandwich. The living what? I am the living sandwich. I love to eat. No, oh, you threw a bag of chips at me. I'm getting out of here. Wait, come back. My baby sandwich and I want to eat you. Daddy sandwich! Why did the man run away? I want to eat him. Then go after him, baby sandwich. Go and eat. <laughs> I love you, Daddy sandwich. Here I go. Chaos. Now that's New York. Hello, I'm Annie from the New York blog, and I was wondering if you have any stories. You do? I'm listening. Okay, so you're saying you have a scoop on a reporter at the New York blog who refuses to come home for Thanksgiving at... Wait a minute. Mom, don't call me at work. I need a good story. Uh, hey, Annie. Did you find any stories? No, I wish. I didn't even find lunch. I lost my appetite when a living sandwich chased me out of my favorite restaurant. You know, nothing special. Anyway, we need to find a story. Tommy, a sandwich comes alive and chases a New York blogger out of a restaurant? That is the story. You're right. We need to find that sandwich. Looking for me? Ah! A baby, baby living, living sandwich? sandwich? That's right, and I'm hungry. Ah, it ate my pen. Ah, it ate my computer. Oh, it ate my toilet seat. Ah, it ate my... What, what, what? You have a toilet seat at your desk? I thought it was funny. Wait, what was that delicious dish? You called it a toilet seat? Baby, one more toilet seat. To the bathroom. It went into the bathroom. How did it even know that's where the toilet seats were? Quick, lock the door. We locked the sandwich in the bathroom. Once the baby sandwich is done eating, we can go in there and interview it. It'll be great to get its side of the story. You know, I gotta admit, Annie, you really know what you're doing. We're gonna be the most popular bloggers at the New York blog. Hmm, that's quite the claim. The, the business, business partner. partner. Say moi. But for now, I'm just a simple man who needs to go to the bathroom. Is anyone in there? Yeah. Well, the, yes. The I don't know if I would say someone. Great. But... Please excuse me. I must now to the party. This is an emergency. Go ahead. Adieu. What do we do? Just wait. Maybe the business partner won't notice? Won't notice that a baby sandwich came to life and is trying to chow down on every toilet seat from here to the East River? Tommy, I report stories for a living. I can tell you, this story don't look like it gonna end well. Ah, sweet relief. Hmm, you're still here. Seems like you two are hiding something. Whatever it is, I hope it's something the fans will like. Now back to work. Adieu. Looks like the business partner didn't notice the sandwich in there. We gotta interview that sandwich. Let's go in. Hello? Sandwich? Check the stalls. There's no one here. Annie, I think the business partner flushed the sandwich down the toilet. Tommy, what are we going to do? Without the interview, should we even run the story? Yes. 
because fans can tell their friends to read our blog, and they're going to love it. And then, they'll start reading our blog! You know what? You are right. I will get on that right now. Do you have any pictures of the baby sandwich? Yes, I do. I'll send them to you. Annie, this is a great story. And the fans will love it too. Let's go. Tommy, wake up! Ah, well, morning, Annie. Looks like I was typing all night. Well, I didn't get into blogging for the Z's. Here, I got you a coffee from our favorite place, the Playground Storm. <laughs> 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 the playground store! You, oh, you got coffee from the playground store! <laughs> I, I haven't thought about that in so long! It's coffee from the playground store! That's good. Mm. Okay, well, that is incredible. Thanks for the coffee. I'm so hyped up right now, but I think I'm going to take all the energy and put it into uh, my computer. You know what? You're right. I'm going to do the same thing. We, we did, did it. it! Okay, we're both done with the blog and we're going to post it to all our fans in three, two, one, post! Annie, Tommy, the, the business, business partner. partner. I saw the story you just published. Yes. And I'm afraid the fans. Yes. Loved it! Yeah! Yes, it's been seen by 758 people, our most clicks ever, and it all goes to show you that good work comes out of hmm, decisive leadership. Actually, one thing I've learned today is that when it comes to blogging, good work comes out of having a good story. And knowing what the fans will like. And a little coffee from the Playground Store. <laughs> <laughs> I did! I did! I let us forget, and then I brought oh, it back! it's never that funny! <laughs> it's, oh, it's still oh. funny! Always catches me by surprise! Oh my oh. god! Oh. <laughs> oh. Is this an inside joke? Yes, it is. Hmm. The end! That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening, and a big thanks to today's authors, Sydney and Mackenzie. Before we go, here's today's story spark. Kids, write us a story about a character who has the power to help other people see what's right and what's wrong. Tell us who your character is, what they do to help people see the difference between right and wrong, and then tell us how the world reacts. Do people listen? And if they do, how do they change? And if they don't listen, what happens then? As always, Grown-ups can submit stories at storypirates.com. See you next week. Bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media, executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Bear, Mike Cavallon, Chad Chennai, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Jonathan Roberts, Jasmine Romero, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Bear at the Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord, arranged by Brendan O'Grady and Jack Mitchell, produced by Brendan O'Grady, and featuring the beatboxing of Kayla Milady. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell. Our head writer is Rachel Winitsky. Staff writers are Mike Cavallon and Mahala Lawrence. Contributing writers are Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, and Tim Platt. 
This episode features performances by Eric Austin, Megan Bagala, Mike Cavallon, Gabby Hornick, Cassidy Layton, Vanessa Magula, Julie Marciano, Peter McNerney, Jack Mitchell, Alex Nader, Emily Olcott, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Jasmine Romero, Peter Russo, Chris Simpson, Rachel Winitsky, Harry Wood, and Nimini Ware. The Gold Tiara was written by Megan and Marcus Bagala, produced by Brendan O'Grady, and associate produced by Marcus Bagala, with vocal arrangements by Megan Bagala and vocal direction by Jack Mitchell. But what they didn't know was that an even darker warlock had taken control of the gold tiara and planned to use it to take over the world. <laughs> That's right. I, Lee of the Story Pirates, am in control of the gold tiara and all its powers. <laughs> Wait a second. This isn't gold. This is just gold foil, and it's coming right off. Whoa, there's chocolate underneath. Mm. Oh, wow, the gold tiara is actually chocolate. Mm. Actually, you know what? I actually really prefer this to having powers. Mm. Mm. Ah. Mm. 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 This gold tiara is delicious. Mm.